What is up, you guys? You are tuning in to the Health Without Limits podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Prestano, a personal trainer, nutrition coach, teacher, wife, dog mom to two, and mommy to be. Wow, that's weird to say. After too many years of playing it cool and trying to live up to society's standards, I decided it was time to share my voice. I hope that this is a place you will come to share your journey and to feel supported on your way. We'll talk all things health, fitness, nutrition, motherhood, and just some good old girl chat. Thanks for coming along. Let's get going. What is up, guys? Welcome back to Health Without Limits. Today, I have my normal guests with me, Lillian Wrigley, and you're going to hear them gnawing away in the background on bully sticks. If you don't know what a bully stick is, Google it. It sounds nasty, but we swear by these things because it keeps them busy. They're not packed of like nasty ingredients, which our dogs would get sick off of. And yeah, keeps them entertained when we need to be doing other things, hence why they have them right now. Highly would recommend them if you are a dog parent like me. But anyways, just checking in with you guys today, kind of filling you in on what's been going on with me, what's up with me this week, and sharing with you guys some of my favorite workouts and recipes from this week, which I'm really excited about because we got a new appliance in our kitchen. So let's dive right in. Um, Today I had my second trimester I don't, I don't even know what to call it. I had a prenatal appointment today, but it was not an ultrasound, so Keith could not come with me. Um, we're actually getting a little bit nervous because COVID numbers are rising in our area, and we've been told that there is the risk of him not being able to come to ultrasounds again um, in the future, and we don't have our next ultrasound for a few more weeks. So fingers crossed that he can come to that one because that's the anatomy scan and I don't know, you know, I really want him there. But today's appointment was just me, um, went really well, got to hear baby's heartbeat. Um, I don't know, I'm like that crazy person that shows up with all these questions. I'm not crazy, I'm not going to call myself crazy. But it had been, let's see, four or five weeks since my last appointment. And I don't want to like call and message them all the time, but little questions come up along the way. So I had the notes of my phone pulled up, just like reminding myself some of the questions to ask. Um, And yeah, so that went well. But I'm going to be totally real with you guys here and you can judge me. I like questioned if I wanted to share this, but this is me. This is where I'm at. One of the questions that I brought to the table today was what are your thoughts on if at Thanksgiving I was to have like half a glass of red wine? I'm a huge red wine lover. I miss it so much, but you know, I'm just going to throw this out on the table. And it's funny because I see a different midwife each time and you can tell that some are much more conservative than the other ones. And of course today I was paired with the conservative one. So She was just like the standard, you know, alcohol is not recommended in pregnancy. I'm like, okay, I know that. So regardless, I felt kind of like an idiot. And if you're judging me right now, go right ahead. But no, I'm not drinking alcohol throughout the pregnancy. I know about the effects. I know the dangers. But I also know that there's the other end of the spectrum that like a half a glass of wine once or twice throughout your pregnancy 
is also okay, but it's personal choice. And that's exactly what my midwife ended up telling me. But it, and just being with that conservative voice today, I was like almost mortified because like hashtag bad mom moment. Um, but it's okay. We're going to move past it. I shared it with you guys so you can judge me or you can tell me that you've been there with me and we're going to move on from that. But baby's heartbeat was good. Everything was measuring good. We got our anatomy scan scheduled. So we'll be doing the gender reveal first weekend of December. And it's funny, like Keith and I, we know how we want to do the gender reveal, but we were talking about it today. I'm like, it's going to be so weird to do it like in front of just a couple people and that everybody else is going to be on Zoom. But that's just the times that we're living in and the new normal. And, you know, I said to him today, our next pregnancy, like no clue when that's going to be, but our next pregnancy is going to feel so different because we're actually going to get to experience some things that we didn't get to experience in this pregnancy, like his involvement in the appointments and some of the bigger celebrations. But that's kind of the times that we're in right now, and we're thankful to just be going through them in any capacity. So we're enjoying it. Um, and then just doing, you know, recaps afterwards so that Keith can kind of feel like he was there at the appointment. But right after the workout, I went to our gym and right after the workout, uh, right after the appointment, I went to our gym for a workout. And if you guys follow me on social media, you know, I have been sharing that in the last couple weeks, I've had a lot more energy for my workouts. My workouts have just felt so much better than they did. And I know that I can attribute that to being in the second trimester now and having, getting to the point of having that magical energy that everybody talks about. Um, I'm not quite calling it magical yet, but it's definitely a boost from where it was. And for me, workouts are a huge outlet for me just to have that stress relief and have that me time and just get that endorphin flow going. So to be able to incorporate more workouts and be able to do more in my workouts has done a lot for my own like mental sanity. Um, see, Riggs is like going ham on one of the bullies right now. I'm sorry, guys. But anyways, I kind of got on like a soapbox over the weekend on my Instagram. And well, when you listen to this, it'll have been like a couple weeks ago. But I was super excited because I got out for a run for the first time in a long time. Um, I I guess I can call myself a runner prior to pregnancy. I did a couple half marathons. Um, and then when I wasn't training for those, you know, it would be typical for me to throw in maybe a run or two a week just because it was something that I enjoyed and I liked to mix it up. Um, but since pregnancy, I had not felt up for going for a run. And then... This past week, the weather was beautiful. So upstate New York, it was randomly like mid-70s, beautiful sunny days for like three, four days in a row. So it was like perfect running weather. And I just felt it one day. I felt good. I knew I was digested. I knew that I felt up for it. And so I went and I knew like I had it in my head, like just try to make it a mile. And that's exactly what I did. But it was such a mindset shift for me because as somebody that has trained for distance and somebody that's trained for my pace, I straight out the gate left for that run with that mindset of I'm running for pace. And yeah, I say I'm going to go a mile, but I want to run more than a mile and like beat that thought. 
And my body like quick gave me that reality a check of like, actually, Caroline, you can't do that because by like a quarter mile in, in my neighborhood, that's all uphill. So the first like quarter mile is uphill, um, which is already just like shitty enough. But at that point, my body was like, nope, we can't do this pace and we're not going to sustain this for much longer. So I really slowed my pace down and it felt so much better to just like be in that moment and enjoy the run and not worry about the numbers and just enjoy what I'm doing. I definitely felt that extra weight on me when I was running. Um, I rudely told Keith that I felt like a beached whale and I know that that's not how I looked, but it just was like that extra, oh guys, I'm telling you. There are three bully sticks in this room right now, and they insist on fighting over just the one. And my mean dog mom voice just came out. I had to pause the podcast, and our room is super echoey. So now Ridley's just staring at me with puppy dog eyes, and it's really sad. But I needed to learn to hold strong for when this is a human one day. Um, what were we talking about? My run. Yeah, it was just like a new experience. But anyways, I, I got on my stories afterwards and was just... Talking about like, um, talking about how, you know, I myself was somebody that thought when I got pregnant, I would really treat my body like super fragile and I would be afraid of every twist and every turn and every movement. And it's just not been the case for me. Um, you know, I think our bodies just have this instinct of, they know what to do. And then we get that motherly instinct of we've got this and we are going to know when it's not safe and we're going to protect um, in any way that we need to. But life can also continue to go on while our body is doing this whole amazing process. And I think that often in pregnancy, exercise is something that is really such a heated and misconstrued, misconstrued subject. Um you know, people are judged for doing what's deemed quote unquote too much. And then people are judged for doing what's considered not enough. And first of all, who are we to judge what that person is doing? Because you don't know why they're doing it. You don't know their background. You don't know their struggles. But I think that if we all were a little bit better informed of what is safe to do during pregnancy, what is recommended to do during pregnancy, and then taking that information and applying it to our bodies as we know them, because you guys know I am a huge advocate for learning your body and being able to do and respond to what it needs, I think we would all have a healthier relationship with our pregnancy because we understood it and we understood what it needed. Um, you know, I remember at the beginning of my pregnancy when I would post workout videos and I would get comments of certain movements that I'm doing. Is that safe? And I think that while it's also kind of frustrating to me that people ask those questions because I am trained to do what I'm doing, it's also a really clear sign of, unfortunately, we still kind of live in the past of the way things were and there's not enough updated information of how things are today. I see that with nutrition and I see that with exercise that a lot of the guidelines and a lot of the restrictions are based on how things were long ago. I don't mean long ago. 
I'm sorry, I mean like (laughs) our parents' generation. And if my parents are listening, I don't mean like long ago. I just mean in the past. But anyways, we aren't necessarily factoring in what life is for us right now. You know, all of our exercise options have totally grown, developed, changed, and we've learned so much more about them. And same thing happens with food. We have so many more options available to us. There's so many more chemicals that could be in those foods, but there's also so much more variety in the nutrient-dense foods, and we've learned more about the vitamins and all the nutrients that we can get from them um, for our, that are beneficial for our bodies during pregnancy. And I think if you were to do a quick Google search of what's safe during pregnancy you would get really varied answers and you would get really restricted answers. And unfortunately, like a lot of us give into that information rather than seeking information for ourselves. So in doing some deeper research, in having conversations with others, in having conversations with trained professionals, and in trying some of these things on myself, I've learned that our bodies are actually capable of a lot, even during pregnancy. And there are some tweaks and some adjustments that you're going to have to make in order to make sure that you're being safe, but they're not hugely restrictive things. Um, it's, it's just getting in a place where you can learn your body and you know what feels okay and what doesn't feel okay. And you know kind of what your threshold is. So for example, for me, as somebody that enjoyed doing high intensity workouts prior to pregnancy with really spiking my heart rate, I make sure I don't get in that zone anymore because that's not considered safe. Um, as somebody that loved to go outside and do workouts in the dead of summer and like sweat like crazy, again, I don't do that because that's not safe. But when I look at my strength training regimen, that is still safe. Sure, there's some movements that I'm avoiding, like lying flat on my back and doing movements in that way or doing just straight up crunches. But for the most part, your training can continue and you can still progress and you can still get a good workout in and not have to feel afraid of every movement that you wait, you make. So I guess I just got on my soapbox again. But all of that to say, educate yourself. Don't just go to Google for the first search and take that at face value. Get deeper information for yourself. Hear it from a variety of sources. Apply what you know about your body to that and what you need and move forward in that way because you are going to make sure that you're being safe. You are going to be able to notice if something doesn't feel right to you. You really aren't doing yourself any favors if you are avoiding movement in your pregnancy. You're actually, unless you have complications or a risk or doctor's orders to not do certain movements, it's more of a detriment if you're avoiding them and not doing them at all. Um, For me, some of my favorite movement lately, walks are a huge one. I walk a couple miles every day with Wrigley. Um, Diva Lily does not come because she can't make it that far. And yes, she's only four years old, but she is a diva. Um, but walks have been a great way to just kind of get my heart rate up, but also clear my head and get a good workout in. And then I'm strength training four days a week. I do a mixture of full body and then some just upper body, some just lower body, but all with weights and 
slowly over the last few weeks, I've been incorporating more weights because it just feels, um, my body feels like it's in a better place to handle it. Whereas during the first trimester, I was very tired, very fatigued, and my body just felt not foreign to me, but I was learning it in a whole new way. So I really needed that first trimester to do lighter weight and body weight and take more rest days. Um, and now I feel like I'm able to go back to progressing a little bit more in a place that it feels safe for me to do so. Um, so that's where I'm at with workouts in my little soapbox. Um, but I have to tell you guys, so shifting a little bit into the nutrition world, we got an air fryer. Well, actually one of our friends got the air fryer for us, which was just like amazing. And I'm telling you, this appliance is a game changer. We have used it, I think, every day since we've gotten it. And we have made, let's see, kind of chicken wings. <laughs> we got really excited the first day that we got it. And I picked up chicken wings on the way home, just like fresh chicken wings from the store. But I didn't look at the package enough. So they were like the giant like wings and drumsticks. And we had made pizza with it. And it just was like so much that we couldn't like truly enjoy it. So TBD on the real chicken wings. Um, we have made different vegetables in there. We have done red potatoes and sweet potatoes. We have done chicken tenders, which I recently made, um, buffalo ones for Keith and then regular for me. So good. And we've done bacon in there. Also so good. But I just, there's so many options of things you could make and I'm having so much fun just making healthier versions of these recipes, but playing around with this new appliance. So if you have air fryer recipes, send them my way because I will try them. I'm making tonight like a stuffed um, pork chop. So it's going to be uh, like sliced down the middle and I'm going to put some diced apples in there and then put some like olive oil and a little bit of breadcrumbs, a little bit of parm on the outside and eat it that way. So We'll see how that comes out. I think it's going to be really good. Fingers crossed. But this thing I'm telling you is a game changer. And if you're on the fence about getting one, you should get it, especially since it's Black Friday season. You should 100% get it. Um, I'm also loving Trader Joe's. They have a beef and broccoli frozen meal. Okay, it's not 100% clean in its ingredients, but it's a really easy, simple option for a dinner that you can just throw together on a busy night. So I like to keep something like that in the freezer, especially because most nights of the week, Keith is not home for dinner. He's taking it to go. So that's an easy thing for him to like whip up in a pan and then toss some jasmine rice with it. So freaking good, you guys, and easy. So highly recommend that one. Hopefully I'll have more recommendations soon as the seasonal comes out at Trader Joe's. Um, and then snack wise, I am shifting into Christmas and loving, I have a recipe for gingerbread bread or gingerbread muffins. Um, it's a paleo recipe. I'm not a paleo eater, but I do really like baking with those ingredients and those are so dang good. And what else? Apple peanut butter. My cheese cravings have been through the roof. So I keep those little like Cabot squares or I get cottage cheese big cheese fan over here, which is funny because I was always a sweet eater, not a salty eater. And this whole pregnancy, I have been straight 
salty. Like even at night after dinner, I don't want my dark chocolate. I'm just craving salty stuff. And I think that that's so strange. I kind of miss my sweets a little bit. Still getting the Froyo in there, but it's just different. I don't know. I don't know what that means, but that's where I'm at. Um, let's see what's going on this week. Not pregnancy related. I'm trying to get into the bachelorette. I'll be honest. I tried to watch, I watched the first episode of Claire's season and then I stopped because uh, I just can't. I think I struggled because there are so many rumors out there of what was going on. And then I felt like I was giving into the rumors and then I already knew what was going to happen, but also Sometimes Claire is just a little much for me. And now that it's Tasha, I don't know. Let me know if I should get into it. I'm struggling. We'll see. But back on the This Is Us train, definitely excited for that in TV world. Non-TV world, it's becoming Christmas around here. So huge Christmas fans over here. I have converted Keith to the Christmas fanatic hood. Um, we've got all of our decorations up except for the trees. We even have Christmas bedding. And I think it's so funny, like you go around social media now and it does seem like this year people are pushing their decorations up to sooner than in the past. And I think it's just because COVID land, things with the election, like people just need something to look forward to and I'm here for it. But I think it's so funny, these like huge opinions that people have on it. Like people get so angry that you're putting your Christmas decorations up or you're listening to Christmas music and like relax. I mean, you don't have to agree with me, but why are you flipping out on me? I think it's so funny that people get like that. But if that's you, I'm sorry that you feel that way, but it's going to be okay. And I will celebrate Christmas and you don't have to right now. You can when you're ready. But the way that I look at it is I've got bins and bins of Christmas stuff. I love listening to Christmas music. I love the Christmas movies and the Hallmark channel. So why should I only get to experience that throughout the month of December? That's going to fly by. I should start experiencing it now. So we're here for it. We're all Christmassy out. We will hopefully do our outdoor lights. Um, I'm hoping this weekend. Keith doesn't know that yet, but hopefully this weekend. And then we'll probably slowly put the trees up week by week because we have <laughs> one, two three and a half trees. Yes. One of them's a real tree. We'll get that Thanksgiving weekend. We put a little tabletop one in our bedroom. We have one in the hallway upstairs and then we have one in our family room as well. So we'll get there, but I'm super pumped about it. And if you're not, you should probably not follow me on social media right now because I'm going to be posting all things Christmas. But I will also continue to post my workouts, so maybe you do want to keep following me on social media. Anyways, I hope you guys hung around for my little rambling chat today, just kind of updating you guys. I had, you know, thought about trying to take the podcast, like, on all these different twists and trying to follow all these different topics each week, and it was just something that I was struggling with and... As somebody that's newly pregnant and has not experienced pregnancy before, I can't really project what's going to be on my mind. I can't really project uh, the topics, I guess, of my podcast. So I liked this idea of just kind of coming in here, letting you guys know what's up, sharing with you guys exercise and foods that I'm loving in hopes to help you guys too, but also just trying to connect and 
I know you guys are feeling some of the things that I'm feeling and that's what I wanted to create this podcast for is to just connect with each other and get real on that level. So I'm looking forward to this kind of more casual take on the podcast and keeping you guys informed of all things pregnancy, all things nutrition and fitness, but also keeping you in the loop of this is a learning curve for me and here's what's going on. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope I'll catch you again next week. Don't forget to follow me on social media. If you are not already, you can find me at press the limit underscore fitness and it's P-R-E-S, only one S for press the limit, but I'm back to posting many more workouts, now air fryer recipes, and you should definitely DM me with your favorite air fryer recipes because we need those in our life. Thanks guys. I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Health Without Limits podcast. You guys know that I appreciate your support more than anything and really love having this outlet to just share my voice too. Don't forget to reach out to me on social media so that we can connect. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook. Both of those will be in the notes section of this episode. I'll catch you guys in the next one.